Hello, I'm Mr. Ed, the Otter Whisperer. Now, I know what you're saying right now is, hey, where's the, hello, I'm Mr. Ed, the horse is horse, theme. Well, now we're doing something different today. Um, I hope this music is familiar to some of you, and that's the uh, subject of today's podcast. Squeakers, you can turn it off now. All right. I know, Squeakers, you do have thumbs. It's kind of hard for you to do these things that don't involve fishes. All right. Hi there. All right. As I said, this is Mr. Ed, the Otter Whisperer, and this is a mini podcast. Mini means to be very short. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't know what to call this. Um, 5.5, 5.1, or then again, in honor and respect to a man that I, that I adore and worship. Mr. Robert Berry, maybe I'll call it Podcast 5.2, in honor of Robert Berry's 3.2. By the way, I run a Facebook page called The Power of 3.2. Check it out on Facebook. Please join us if you haven't already. Uh, I run the page, Administrator, with Mr. William Haney from Rock Island, Illinois. I wish I lived in Rock Island, Illinois. Congratulations, William just got two kitties. Oh, kitties, meow, meow, kitties. And I run it with another great Sir Ian Michael Trasker of Night of the Otter Roundtable, the UK branch of the ELP Otter Pack over there in England. Anyway, thank you, gentlemen. Okay, let's just dive right into this. What is the purpose of Poipus? Yeah, the Poipus, Poipus. What is the purpose of this music? Um, this is to say, coming up, hopefully this week, I will have a live interview, as opposed to what, dead? Have an interview with Mr. Robert Berry himself. Yes. Talk about the new three album coming out. I wouldn't ask about a tour due to obvious circumstances going on in the world right now. But let's talk about new music. New music to pass the time of day and to thrill our souls and hearts. Anyway, um, so that'll be coming up. Also, the 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 poipus, yeah, I'm poipus. The, the reason why I did a little small mini podcast like this was to tell about a few things. Um, besides the Robert Berry interview, yay, Robert Berry. Um, and yes, yes, I'll get my Paul Keller. Yeah, my Paul Keller. I'll hopefully get my Paul Keller interview him too. So, what I want to talk about. And um, why I play the music. First of all, when I tell stories, and those of you who have been lucky to hear me tell the stories in, in person, like a certain ELP otter pack at a barbecue three weeks ago up at um, Don Kerf's wonderful beach condo in uh, Pompano Beach, Florida. Great food, great times, great company. Where I was with Michael Sedello, young Rick Jones. Alex Chigos and his beautiful wife, Carol. And um, I talked for eight hours that day. It was a high. It was like heroin. I got. I really enjoyed it. it was, uh, I don't mind talking. And those of you who talked to me for hours and hours, Ken, Diane, know this all too well. As usually when you get me on the phone, we talk for two, two and a half hours about music. No big whoop. We talk about music. So... 
those of you, like I said, who've been lucky to hear me talk, now you hear my podcast, which I tell the same stories. Um, when I tell the stories, I do voices. Um, my mom is basically voice is basically based on Dana Carvey's church lady. Cause my mother was a little bit like the church lady. It's Oh, Edward. Why did you do that? Edward, your father, Mr. Morgan. I always wonder why my mom referred to my father as Mr. Morgan. Edward, your father, Mr. Morgan. Mom, I know he's my dad. I don't have to go on Murray, Murray Povic and find out. And then um, my dad's voice is, um, I, I, it's also based on like um, somebody doing an old person's voice. My father is like, Edward? I don't know Edward. It's all confusing. My father could build a house in one day, but couldn't get the VCR stop stop flashing 12 o'clock. Um, whenever I visited my dad, I'd go and set the VCR and then go back. And then go back months later and it's flashing. Understandable, as my dad said, the power goes off at where they live. They have brownouts. Uh, here, in, here in Florida, you get brownouts in the summertime. Everybody turning on their ACs at the same time. And it um, overloads the power grid. Thank you, Florida Power and Light, or as we called in our house, Florida Plunder and Loot. My dad worked for Florida Plunder and Loot for 35 years. So I do voices. My mom, like I said, oh, Edward. Um, and my father, Edward, they, they don't know Edward. Your goddamn dog took my paintbrush. Which is a true story. My dog took my dad's paintbrush and buried it. And my dad came after me. Edward, your goddamn dog took my paintbrush. So I had to go find in the dirt my dad's paintbrush. Luckily, it was water-based paint and everything washed out very easy. Um, and also, when I tell stories, when I do Carl Palmer's voice, Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's Ed Mugen. Uh, Keith Emerson is like, he's like, yeah, right, mate, yeah, okay. Greg Lake's voice is more like a deeper baritone. Because he had a great voice. I'm like, oh, yes, oh. Um, so I um, do Simpson voices, too. And one day at work, um, I was in the bathroom, and I decided to have, I decided to do Simpsons characters having a conversation with each other. So basically it was like, Yeah, my show, do, uh, rock and roll, and Mr. Lincoln Palmer. Also, those of you who saw Carl Palmer in concert know that before he starts a show, he shows a clip of Homer Simpson singing, Do, what a lucky man he was. <laughs> so I do Simpson voices, having arguments or conversations with each other. Excellent, Smithers. Smithers, what are you listening to? Uh, Robert Perry 3.2, sir. Excellent. I love the cut of his jib. I've been doing voices for years since I was a little kid. I used to watch um, Rich Little, who was a master impersonator of voices, had his own uh, variety show, and I used to watch him and, 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 and then try to imitate the different voices, whether it be Richard Nixon, I am not a crook, um... And then later on, I got to do um, uh, Daddy, Poppy Bush. Wouldn't be prudent now. 
and used to do in, in voices of various uh, celebrities or politicians. And it just like my head just says, how can I imitate it? I actually worked with a really, I worked with a guy, really good guy. I somehow could imitate him and would call up on the phone and be, and be like, hey, honey, you're not coming home. Got to work late. And then you go out to the racetrack. Um, and I talk about my parents because they're a big influence on me. And, and, thank you, Squeaks. Okay. What is the purpose of this, of the um, playing the music? In case you're wondering, if you haven't guessed it, that music is Peter and the Wolf, written by Prokofiev. Yeah, we've all heard Prokofiev. You're an ELP fan, you've heard Prokofiev. Since uh, Father Christmas is based on his Lieutenant Keisha suite. I think at Christmas time, I'll tell the whole story of Lieutenant, Lieutenant Keisha. Great, great, fun story. Uh, MASH even did an episode based on the music. So, if you're a kid around, when you were a kid back in the 60s, even the 70s, maybe your school, maybe you had a class on music appreciation. Uh, yeah, well, you're thinking I did, so we'll get that in a second. So, our teacher would always play Peter and the Wolf. And what was really, what was really um, remarkable about Peter and the Wolf was that, first of all, when I was a kid, they played Peter Usinoff doing the narration. Peter and the Wolf is about a kid who goes out to the forest trying to hunt down a wolf. Duh, the title kind of gives it away, Peter and the Wolf. And each uh, character in the story is represented by a different instrument. Violins, oboe, dun, 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 I think that was a wolf. So each um, character, Peter, there was a duck. The duck was a little flute. And it's always a remarkable story. Now, depending on which version you got, because, yeah, there's sometimes a happy ending and a bad ending. Depends on the on the on how you told the story. Um, in one story, one version, the duck gets eaten by the wolf and they cut the wolf's stomach out and the duck comes out. Hmm, nice. Nice to hear that in a children's story. Or the duck flies into a branch and doesn't get eaten by the wolf. Red Riding Hood, there's an ending to that too. One is the wolf eats granny and they cut the uh, cut the wolf stomach out and granny's still alive. Wonderful. Or granny's been thrown in the closet. Um, so it depends on which part of the fairy tale do you get the sanitized Disney version. So our teacher would always play Peter and the Wolf. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, modern times, in 1988, um, because of the popularity of Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan did a version of it. Hey, good day. Hey, man. So Paul Hogan did a version of Peter and the Wolf where he narrated. And I picked this up last year. Alice Cooper, yes, Alice Cooper, the godfather of um, the godfather of theatrical rock. Yeah, um, he did a version of Peter and Wolf. Um, I could barely get through it, even though I, I liked Alice Cooper since I was a teen. So today's musical lesson was on Peter and the Wolf. And that was a big influence on me because, like I said, each 
each character in the story is represented by a different instrument. When I tell my stories, you know I get to this in a roundabout way. When I tell my stories, I try to use different voices for the characters. How do I do it? I just think it up and think, what would this person sound like? Imagine when I try to do John Anderson and Carl Palmer in the same story. Yeah, super right. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, roundabout, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> same voice. Um, thank you, Anchor.com, for giving this opportunity to do these podcasts, entertain people, and reach out. And, yes, when we did in 71 during Musical Appreciation, I brought in ELP and played the first album. So all the teacher was like, oh, here's Beethoven. All right, here we go. And then I'd be like, but but I have the first ELP, the Epimonious album. Epimonious means self-titled. I like, to, I like to tell people, yes, the Epimonious, ELP Epimonious. I can't find Epimonious on eBay or Amazon. It means self-titled. Look it up. Anyway, I, I brought it to school and made the teacher play it. And, of course, she had to admit that, all right, Take a Pebble was fantastic. And the fact that this is one man going from organ to piano. So how many of you did that? Brought ELP music to your music appreciation class? When I was in college back in 77, 78, I, I had to take four humanities. Some of you had to get that to get your degree. I had humanities and philosophy, humanities and arts, music and drama. Um, and of course, in music, <laughs> yeah, I got A plus and was told I could, I could ace the uh, final exam because I was working in a record store at the time. And when the teacher would bring a record out, I would go, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's Beethoven, um, fifth, uh, Beethoven, the Fifth Symphony. That's on Polygram Record, 818-812-1, SD. And the teacher would be like, oh, my God, how'd you know that? Uh, I work in a record store and I have to buy records, so I know all the catalog numbers. Yeah, that was really cool college time. Um, drama was great. Art was great. I aced all of them. The first day of my philosophy class, the teacher said, uh, the final exam is if you can prove you exist. So I went to the teacher and I said, do you recognize the state of Florida exists? He goes, yeah, I pay taxes. Yeah, uh, they pay my salary. And I took my driver's license out and said, well, if you realize that state of Florida exists and here's my driver's license, which means... I exist, therefore I exist. Thank you. And I got an A plus and didn't go to the rest of the classes for that. College, who knew? Wow, I've just passed the 15 minutes on a, on a podcast I thought was going to be a mini podcast. Anyway, thank you all for listening to me rambling around. On and on, on and on. And I will... Hopefully do another one soon to keep you all occupied and keep myself occupied in what's going on in today in the world. Thank you all. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for the friendship. Um, me and my otters are keeping safe. If you go to my Facebook page at Morgan, you'll see photos of me and my otters trying to stay safe here in self-quarantine. And I'll be posting more of my favorite records, even though some of you can guess what some of them are immediately. Or can you? Anyway, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. All right. 
Bye-bye.